everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. I have another guest today, my dear friend, Brenda Neckbottle. Brenda, how are you doing today? I'm great, Diane. How are you? (laughs) Amy. So we have a little bit of an outtake. I said Barbara instead of Brenda, even though I 100% know her name is Brenda. She's a good friend of mine. I just also have a note from my friend Barbara on my desk. And I, you know, you read something and your brain just gets all, whatever. Awesome. I know. <laughs> we were so concerned about the last name. And then she goes, Barbara, it's great having you on. And I looked at her and I was like, who? <laughs> Oh, you're never going to let me live that one down. (laughs) All right. So, Brenda, tell the audience a little bit about yourself because you have quite the resume. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where to start now. Oh, this is funny. Um, Look, my eyes water when I cry. I like the color blue. Um, (laughs) So, I will tell you this. So, six years ago today, actually, I don't know if you saw the post on Facebook or not, but we graduated our very first class at the Honor Foundation. And the Honor Foundation mm-hmm. is an organization that I volunteer at. I've been volunteering at now for six and a half years. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a guy in that class. And, and what it is, is that we put um, special operators uh, from the military through. A, then it was a 16-week course. Now it's a 13-week course. Right. on getting them, helping them to transition from active duty into the civilian workplace, right? Okay or choose an entrepreneurial, whatever, entrepreneurial path. So we had this one guy named Mike. Mike talks like this, right? And and Mike has the, like, I think he still holds the record for the second highest number of white spots on his brain scan from all of the traumatic blowing up and right, right, that he's had through his 30 years of serving as a Navy SEAL. And uh, Mike could never remember my name. So he kept calling me like for three weeks, kept calling me Becky. Mm. And I felt like I was on like the, one of the Connors, like on Roseanne, right? He kept calling up to me, Becky. And then I'm like, how you doing Raul? And then it became this big kind of like joke, right? Right. So we graduated that class six years ago today, which is wow. Yeah, totally awesome. And uh, so I do that. Um, Let's see. uh, We are Apex sisters, which is very, very cool. Loving that. Um, I am a serial entrepreneur. I just did this huge change from leaving at the peak of one career to completely shed all of it and go into starting a, a whole new thing using drones because it's up and coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a floofy white dog that's mouthing my hand. He's telling me he's got to go out, so he's going to have to hold it. Uh, yeah. You'll hear him later. Just trust me. I got a floofy dog too. So a floofy yeah. white one too. <laughs> I know the guys, the guys that are doing marking out of all of like the, the pipes and the, and the, whatever the electrical cable and all that outside right now, like my, my, the driveway behind my house looks like a rave and spray paint. right oh. now. Hilarious. <laughs> and so they see him um, and they now refer to him as the big snowball in the window. So, oh. yeah. Sweet. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all so right so, yeah just a little just a little of things yeah. like you're, i feel like you're always doing like 
so many things, but it's amazing. You always come with a smile. I know every time we meet at Apex, for those, uh, if, you've, if you've never listened to my podcast before, it's your first episode. It's a mastermind that we're both in and that's how we met. And how long have you been in Apex? It'll be two years in January. Okay, so then we've known each other two years. Cause that's, that's right. How long we've known each other. I know. But yeah, it's been, and I know you always greet me with a big hug. Like you give the best hugs. You know, that's Aww, thank you. You know, sometimes when people don't like hug, like they don't like, they're like, give you that pat. Like, I know. Oh, so yeah, it's like trying to do 18 inches in, in, in an embrace. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> like, no, give me a hug. So I love your hugs, but getting into what I want to talk to you about. Uh, I know you're going through this massive change, as you mentioned, tell me a little bit about that. I know with, with, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, like happiness obviously comes with work and all that, but there's always changes in our lives and that can disrupt that. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I got into the drone business. Um, (laughs) It wasn't planned. Like my plan was to climb the corporate ladder and Mm -hmm. retire as a chief of human resources, CHRO, right? Right. Yeah, that didn't happen. And, um, and so, um, there's a shift going on in our country right now. Right. I mean, we, we can see it, you know, yeah. it's just like customer service is nowhere near what it used to be back from back in the day when I was mm-hmm. growing up. Mindset is just all over the place. And I mean, we're just kind of going through this transition as a country. Right. We're, we're more polarized than we ever have been before, which is really bizarre. Right. Um, I think I, as much as, as, as great as things like social media are today, I think they're just as harmful. And we're all, we're all experiencing it together. And um, so my dad has Alzheimer's mm-hmm. um, and as much as he worked hard to make sure that he had enough money to survive um, into and beyond his old age, that didn't happen. So um, I'm like, I have to make more money to, right. be able to provide for him. Mm-hmm. So I started, you know, I've been in government contracting for a while, uh, especially on the HR compliance side of it. I did HR for a very, very long time, um, was coaching to HR professionals and companies. And, and that was part of kind of like, you know, like dog hair hanging off everywhere. Uh, I um, always have dog hair. Yeah. <laughs> Is that white hair mine or his? I don't know. <laughs> there was a time to color or oh, no, it's just a dog. You're fine. Anyway. <laughs> this is the way it goes in this house but um you know i there was like this like i mentioned this shift in this Mm -hmm. change that started to happen and all of a sudden people were coming up to me and asking me questions about hr and and, like Mm -hmm. i'm telling them here's what you need to do to protect yourself and then look at me like i have three heads (laughs) and and they're like why would i want to do that you know everybody else isn't doing it that way and all of a sudden it's Mm -hmm. just like this world now has these mavericks as leaders which in some respects, I completely, you know, I like Mavericks. I don't, I don't have right. a problem with people running through the legs of the giant. I do it too. But when it comes to knowing the difference and you go up to somebody that understands how you can save yourself hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in doing right. things properly and correctly, regardless of what you think about the laws and how everything works out, like, look, you're coming to me as a leader. I'm telling you as somebody that has a seat at the table with leaders, how you protect your business and then you just like disregard and disrespect right I got out of that because I'm like yeah I have worked too hard to have to sit here and feel like I have to prove myself so um so I got back into government you know I'm like well I'm not in government contracting there's you know I knew that there was going to be a recession coming at some point in time just the way 
the world has been lining itself up. COVID was a big trigger of that. And I'm like, all right, by the time it gets here, I can be in government contracting and government contracting for the most part is yeah. a recession proof in form of income and revenue. So um, I started looking around. I started doing funny things like competing for, you know, for office supply bids and editorial yeah. supplies. And I even went up and against, you know, canned, like massive canned goods for large cafeterias. Mm -hmm. And like no, but then I saw this drone thing. Drones kept popping up, and I'm right. like, "That's new. Mm -hmm. Who's who's buying, and who's doing what with drones?" And right. so I started paying attention. I started doing my research. I did exactly what I did in HR, and I dove in feet first. I absorbed and immersed myself in everything mm -hmm. I could. I started listening to the problems of the industry, and in not really a full two years yeah about a year and a half now um i have i'm a i'm an operating partner for a 144 acre drone range training range nice. which just opened up in june yeah so we're working and getting business in for that um we're we're you know putting in proposals and competing on contracts we train uh -huh. law enforcement using a cadre of navy seals um and um and I have a new, you know, entrepreneurial coaching, I wouldn't say it's a coaching program, but it's a, it's a mastermind and a training on how people can make money flying drones and right. doing what they're good at. So, you know, not too much. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. All right. So I've been taking notes because I have a lot of uh, questions that I think uh, people will find useful in just hearing your side of it. So uh, one thing that me and you have in common is that we we both left careers like you were obviously in your career for a lot way longer than I but but when I tell people that I left being an accountant to do my passion of helping people with oils and and happiness and all that it's like it blows their mind and they think I'm a unicorn and I'm like no people do this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right like if they common. do it at my age too yeah yeah right so I love that you said that you left it was not planned and you just saw like it just wasn't where you wanted to go so what would you say to somebody that is in that that same feeling you know like sometimes you we all feel it like I felt it I was like it's not right and you probably felt it's not right and it's like it's scary how do you deal with that well I started to feel the failure in HR five years ago mm. and I I turned 50 last summer matter of fact I think my birthday is like in a week and a half oh nice yeah you all sent me on my 50th birthday oh, last that's right. night. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was. Um, so, you know, I started feeling that failure five years ago. Mm. And, it, and it wasn't failure. Like, there was something that I really wanted in my life that I didn't achieve by the time I was 45. And it was significant. And wow. I started beating myself up. But... I started seeing the shift starting to take place and it started happening in the workplace. Um, I switched jobs and I became, I went from being a director of HR to a VP of HR. And um, in a very short period of time, I saw this lack of appreciation for what I brought to the table increase right. rapidly. Right. And, um, and I'm like, this is not helping with how I'm feeling. Yeah. So I, one thing that I've always known about myself is that I'm marketable. Mm -hmm. I've, I've got mad skills and I know that, <laughs> right. You know, uh -huh. I, yeah, I'm mechanically inclined and the people, the people thing is my thing. Mm -hmm. So 
I knew I could be fine. And literally I, I, you know, there's a, there's a saying, it's like jump and life will catch you. Right. Um, I did, I jumped and my parachute opened like that. And literally the day that I started making phone calls to prior clients, Mm -hmm. I completely replaced hundred percent of my income literally in two phone calls. That's amazing. That's when you know you're marketable, that happens. And when you Mm -hmm. believe it, that happens. Um, I still have one of those two clients to this day. The other one, they, they only call if they have like extreme emergencies and that's fine. Um, but I knew that I could do every, like, look, I'm this, I'm a girl going into up against trying to convince lawn tenured law enforcement officers, why they should come and train with our Navy SEALs. And people look at me like I'm freaking nuts. (laughs) One, I'm a female Two, I'm an outsider. And number three, how do you know Navy SEALs? Like nobody knows the backstory, right? So they all think that I'm full of crap. Yeah. Until they actually dig into me and figure out who I am, sit down and have a conversation, even still then. And then I finally say, hey, listen, we're not here to tell you how to do your job. Right. That opens the door right there because it's not. We're here for knowledge transfer. That's how people learn. Yeah. You know, we're like these team guys aren't here to police the world. They just have they just know how to do things and they can help point out the small things that make great change happen. Mm-hmm. And they're really good at it. That's their, that's their mastery. That's their right. zone of genius. And so um, I knew going into that, that I was going to be up against men looking at me as strange. And, and not that I focus in on this whole women and men yeah. dynamic thing. I, I don't believe in that. You know me well enough that I am yeah. very much an individualist. <laughs> right. um, but at the same time, that's a reality that happens. That the only way that I can defeat my own insecurity and make sure that I'm not operating within, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Imposter syndrome uh-huh. is to just focus in on my strengths. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I love that. I think the thing that really stood out is that you kept saying belief, belief in yourself. And that's that's one thing I'm always trying to harp into people. Like you, we all have these skills. We all have these things that we don't even realize sometimes that are skills, but like you said, you knew you were marketable. You knew you had this belief and that all it takes, that's all it takes to make that leap, to make that change and whatever you're trying to, to go for. It's just, I can do this. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to, I may have some failures, but Um, I can do it. Sometimes it is such a big leap of faith. Matter of fact, the other day I took a huge leap of faith. I have now literally convinced myself that I should not be doing sales. And I am now working <laughs> my way through that mindset of that's just complete garbage. Right. Um, and mainly because I want to fire myself before I have to get into sales, right? I'm doing right. it backwards and I'm not doing it right. So I've actually <laughs> corrected it on my own. So, uh, you know, our, the leader of, of our, of Apex, who's mm-hmm. our, you know, our mentor mm-hmm. in this regard, Ryan Stuman. I listen to one of his sales videos every day. It's either going to be closing, it's going to be a prospect right. or whatever. I just listen to one mm-hmm. every day and I just reinforce what I already know. Anyway, he came up with, the, he has this really, really great phrase that he used. And I, somebody, I made a post on, believe it or not, there's an actual social media channel uh, network, like a Facebook that's just mm-hmm. for drums. And I, post, I posted in there that I, that I, you know, I just, normally I like doing my, 
come buy my stuff in the evening post, but this right. one I actually posted first thing in the morning because I was frustrated and I'm just like, forget it. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. And it got a lot of attention, which I was really happy about. And it got attention of in this, in this one area. And this one gentleman, he's like, yeah, I'm really interested to hear what you have to offer. And, but he wouldn't give me his email address and he wouldn't give yeah. me any information. And I said, I said, Hey, and I, so I, I call it what I call pulling a student. Like when, <laughs> when I repeat what he does, cause it works. Right. And um, so I pulled a student and I said, and I said, Hey, listen, um, he's got this thing where he tells people that are kind of like, uh, I don't know about you. He says, look, he said, you can research me online. You will see out of the, you know, I don't yeah. have a single mark against my program. And out of the 11,000 people that I put through my program, I've only refunded 20. So I wrote back to this guy and I said, hey, listen, I said, you can go ahead and research me out on the, on the internet. You'll find yeah. I don't have a single bad mark on me about right. any of my programs. And I've never had to refund anybody. Wouldn't you know it? He gave me both of his, both of his nice. websites. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this works. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, it also like, there's so many lessons in that. It works what yeah. one going, you know, listening to podcasts, listening to mentors, having that, that mind, that growth mindset of, okay, I'm gonna take this leap, but I'm also going to continue growing huge lesson in that. Also, like just putting yourself out there on the internet and making yourself known and trustworthy comes back. You may not always see it, but then you can, you can say that same thing, you know, like I can say that, like, Hey, you can look at my videos. You can do this, you can do that. And now anybody can do that. A lot of times people get scared to put themselves out there, but it's like, yeah. you're building trust, right? It's a, blueprint. You that. Yeah. it's a blueprint. I mean, you've got, look, you've got, we've, we've been very fortunate to have seen and communicated and I've mm. gotten to know some very successful people. Right. Um, you know, at our million dollar mastermind, yeah. I volunteered in the background. I, I yeah. like chasing you down to get you on stage too, at the same time, yeah. like, Amy, we need you, you know, <laughs> but that, but that level of serving got me in front of some amazing people, Dan Fleischman, Ed Milet, yeah. right? Take what they're doing and just do it. These mm -hmm. are successful people that are yeah. putting a ton of information out there, but it is a blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just do it, hold your breath and do it, you're going to find you're going to be more successful more often than not, because yeah. you're not coming up. You're not trying to test the waters anymore. You're actually doing something that's proven. Yep, exactly. So many people feel like, oh, it's like, well, I don't want to copy. Like I get that way too. Yeah. It's not copying. You're modeling. Yeah, exactly. I didn't use Ryan's words verbatim. Right. I spun it into my own circumstance. I wasn't Ryan either. Yeah. But man, it was one hell of a sales. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just, it's again, taking, taking what you're learning and making it your own, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not always about, like you just said, it's not copying. It's not doing anything like that. It's yeah. It's just like, I mean, that's, I listen to podcasts all the time. That's why, that's why I created my own. Cause I'm like, right. I love this. And, and, it's and just, I, yeah. 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 No, no, well, no. I was just going to yeah, I was just going to say, like, it's just, it's nice to be able to, to have like a, a, a starting point, you know, like, I think a lot of times people assume that when you start something new, when you're, when you're in a challenge that you're just alone in something, but when you have audiobooks and books and podcasts and mentorships and all that, you see that you're not alone and you see that somebody else has gone through that path and they're just, they're just cleared a bunch of stuff away for you so that you can go even faster. So it's like, go for it when you, when you can, it's like almost doing a disservice to yourself to not yeah. do that. Yeah. And, 
and you know the thing is, is that there are a lot of people out there and i used to be one of them that think that they're too big or they're too good to not pay attention to that stuff yeah well, there's a significant di- difference between those individuals and you and it reflects in the number of zeros that are in your bank account yeah yep Yep. And commas. <laughs> <laughs> commas. And also just like, it's not always about just because this is the happy health podcast, not right. just about money. It's also about like, are these, if somebody's modeling and if their success doesn't always have to be financial, it could be how they feel, you know, like if you're like, oh, well, this coach is doing X and they just, they, they have, they're more relaxed or they seem to have a handle on their stress. And I feel like I'm spinning constantly model what they're doing. And maybe that can help you in that regard. And that usually helps your bank account. Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> It absolutely does. And, and, you know, when you have those moments where you, where you just feel like you're on fire and you're winning now, look, you know, I was, I, I took a little break today because today's one of those days where I'm just like, I can't seem to get anything done. Right. Right. Um, and that's fine. It happens. You know, I'm dyslexia. I have rapid name dyslexia. It's, mm-hmm. it's just me. And so today I, you know, I decided to like, kind of reprogram my brain a little bit and there's it sounds stupid but it's it's a game but it's actually a game that I use to help me get dialed in yeah. because I struggle with my words and it's like this kind of unique crossword game man I have been on fire with that thing today it's like I am yeah. just acing it and I got to tell you it's been a, it's been a while since I felt a day where all I could do was win right and yeah. imagine the output that I'm doing, even though I'm feeling discombobulated, I got everything done that I needed to do. Like all my regular daily stuff is done, right. even though it got done a little late. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's got and I'm winning. Nice. That's awesome. So I have a couple of questions. One, I have dyslexia too. So you're going to have to send me that. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Because I need to, that's why I read so much. A lot of times people are like, oh, why are you such a bookworm? I struggled with reading. I never had a problem with comprehension. I had a problem with like spelling and switching the things. So my father was like, we're just going to read, 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 read to just get the reps in. Um, and it just became a habit and I've been doing it for years. So that's my way like of just programming my brain. A lot of times I I really struggle to spell like a simple word and people are like, but you read so much. I'm like, cause I've pretty much almost memorized right. how to, uh, almost every, you know what I mean? So it's, and so I get I mean, it. <laughs> I've misspelled my own damn first name, Amy. I mean, when I was, it's, it started surfacing when I was in third grade and I literally mushed my first name and my last name together for three weeks. And my, my third grade teacher finally asked me, well, she thought I was, you know, yeah, being funny. Cool. Yeah. And I didn't even know I was doing it. So I took Brenda Lundquist, which is my main name. And I was writing Brenquist on yeah. everything that I was turning in. And she asked me and, and she goes, why are you writing your name different? And I, I remember I'm like, I'm not writing my name different. And she goes, yeah, you are. And she showed it to me and I went, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. That's, I still have that. Like, um, I, I, Ray will, I, I, I post on my social media almost every day and it's, I can't see sometimes like I'll put like what instead of like want. Um, and I will read it three times through, I'll put it and through it and looks, I, I put things through Grammarly, but it, it, it's, it's correct in my brain. And it's not that I don't know how to write. It's just that things get flipped around and I cannot see. <laughs> but what you're but, describing is rapid name. 
Yeah. But, and what's funny, it's, that's why I tell people, I'm like, I do it anyway. <laughs> Someone yeah. told me, like, yeah. comments on my thing and they're like, oh, your grammar is wrong. I'm like, whatever. Did you get the point? <laughs> like, I don't care. At this point, it used to bother me so much when people pointed out, like, I had such a thing. And I'm like, you know what it takes to put yourself out on social media every single day? Yeah. It takes a lot. So I if know. I mess the word up, it's okay. <laughs> I, you know, I used to have a bunch of HR people when pronouns became a thing, yeah. um, I would start talking about, you know, like business stuff and whatever. And I come from the era and the generation that when you write, you write in the masculine, right. because that's how we've yeah. been taught. I mean, it's right, based right. off of old English, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I had to figure, I had to adopt the Oxford comma. We didn't yeah. have that back in, I didn't have that back in our day, right? <laughs> and so, and so I was reading, I was, I was reading something and out loud, I was, I can't remember exactly what it was. And I got all these comments and I fired back and I kept getting him, her, her, she, her. And yeah. I'm just, and I fired back and I'm like, if you're going to populate my stuff with pronouns, you are way, way off course. Yeah. I'm actually walking away and absorbing the same information that's designed to help you. So knock yeah. it off, right. you know? <laughs> And yeah. it's like, I look, you can't, don't sit there and push that, that philosophy on me when I'm helping you get through your business issues. You're right. listening to me for a reason. Yeah. Don't push that back because I don't have an issue with anybody who's of a different mindset than right, right. them. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless you're an evil person, then I got a big problem with you. Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to be a pinstripe purple polka dotted penguin <laughs> for all I care go for it right go live your life and enjoy yeah. it because I'm living mine and that's the only one I'm really focused in on exactly yeah it's it's definitely it's it's interesting to that, that dynamic of being online and all that but I'm um, going yeah, back that is I, it's crazy but <laughs> going back to it there was another note that I when you were talking about um, what you do is that you, you, you said you use the exact skills you learn from HR to start your new thing. And that is another huge thing that I always try to hit home with people. They're like, well, I don't know anything, you know, like I'm sorry, I, I know this and then I'm going to go over here and I don't know anything. And it's like, no, I was at a tax accountant and I picked up a bunch of skills that I've used to create yeah. what I've created now. And it, it goes for everybody, right? Like, and when yeah. you said that, I was like, oh, that's perfect. So tell me a little bit more about that. So the, the basic skill that I did is that I just immersed myself in the information because mm -hmm. that's how I learned HR. You, nobody sits down and teaches you all of the court laws, the court rulings, right. how to interpret law, how to work with it within your own infrastructure, blah, blah, blah. You don't learn how to do policy. You write policy and then right. your employment attorney tells you that this is not right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how you learn. Right. Right? You learn through talking to people. You get through the hard stuff by having hard conversations with people. Right. And then when people start challenging you, like, well, I don't understand why I do this when Joey's all over there, blah, blah, blah. You learn when to be able to say, okay, that's great. I understand that, but we're not talking about Joey. We're talking about you right now. Yeah. That's an uncomfortable position to be in, no matter how many times you've done it, but you're not going to master it unless you actually go through it and you, and you get right. that experience. Same thing with drones. I went out and I started learning how to fly drones. I screwed up, but yeah. you know what? I learned along the way. Um, I don't like losing, I don't, you know, I just don't. <laughs> so 
Uh, I don't give up. I mean, yesterday I was flying a drone that I've never flown before and damn near, not me, but the guy showing me how to fly, it literally almost took his head off. I oh accidentally gosh. flew it into the cornfield. <laughs> he went to oh. Oh my god. So, I was like, sorry. <laughs> you know, and he went, I said, it's okay, I'll go get it. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's all about how deep you go. Right. I have a guy on my team. We're looking at a different sales approach, something that we feel is a good solution, merging. Mm -hmm. How do you get funding? to get a drone and training package for law enforcement agencies that, yeah. you know, the whole defund the police. Now we're struggling. The, the, yeah. the, num the staffing numbers are down by a third across the entire country. Crime is on the rise and funding has been cut back. Right. So not a good place to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're working to come up with this and the guy who's pushing for this now, this is a leadership thing. He says, I think we should do this. And I'm like, okay, you know, he's telling me he's, you know, 30 year retired sheriff's deputy. And he knows, he knows what it feels like to be in their shoes. He says, I think we should do this. I think we should do this. And I said, okay, in order for us to do this, this means that you have to own this one. Number two, it means you're going to have to dive deep and you're going to have to do a lot of research. Number three, I've given you access to a specialist that I know in this area. You have my full blessing to give him a call. You don't even okay. need to tell him I told you to call him. Just say, I'm working with Brenda. He'll be right on top of it. Mm -hmm. And number four, you have to be the one to put the solution together. Is that something you're willing to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. I'm like, okay, 100%. Yeah. You own it. Go. Great. Yeah. We've already got his commission structure down. Now he's now he's embracing the whole thing. So he yeah. starts sending me stuff. And he's sending me stuff. I'm not reading it because I'm relying on him to do it because right. that's what he wanted, right? All he's doing is just immersing himself into something that he's uncomfortable with. He doesn't know, but at least he's demonstrating that he knows where to find the information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's such, yeah. That's such a that's such a good skill. It's like if you're going to make a change like this, which I know a lot of people that listen to this are wanting to just make changes in their life and, and whether it's their health, whether it's their careers, you know, their relationships, it's just, are you willing to put in the growth? Are you willing to immerse yourself? Are you willing to do those things? Are you willing to surround your yourself with people that are going to have paved the way and maybe able to tell you some things like you don't have to do it alone. So I think that's huge, huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, love it. So tell me a little bit to, I know you, you're, you've you talked about your drone program. I know you got a launch coming up. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. So yes. So I have built a comprehensive course. I mean, this is, this is new, right? Mm -hmm. Drones, even though they've been around for commercially since like 2005-ish, mm -hmm. um, that's the early adopters. So we're now in like the second stage of the early adopters. We're in right. the, the mid adopters, the they're not, we're not in the late stage by any means. So there's a lot of blue ocean still mm -hmm. around. Um, you know, I'm one of the, I don't even know if there's another female drone coach instructor out there. Yeah. If there is, I'm, we're, we're, we're very few, but, and, and that, right. that's either here or there. Right. Um, but what I do know is that nobody out there is talking about the stuff that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're an entrepreneur, raise an entrepreneur. I'm yeah. a, a I'm a ridiculous entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. So we're, you know, we're talking about how do you get in? How do you stay in? And how do you scale in your business? Yeah. 
Right. And, um, and that's going to be important because it's got to be a full life cycle type right. of thing. So we have, so I actually have a, it's a, it's a very hefty course. If you're thinking about getting in, um, you can come in, you can take the course. Um, the mastermind is starting to launch as well. We're all the, all of the infrastructure is built right. now and yeah, we're, we're putting the last couple of pieces for it. Um, it'll be here in Virginia beach. People can come in. Mm -hmm. Um, we can do all sorts of really great uh, different types of things. We can take them out to the drone farm if they wanted to go out like on a Saturday or something like that and fly around and, you know, get that cool. kind of cool experience. Um, but it's going to be, you know, listening to really great successful people talking about things that they're specialists at. Right. Uh, we've got uh, a guy coming. So I've got two groups, believe it or not, on Facebook. We call one of them is just amazing. My cousin in Hawaii started a group on Facebook called Drones for Beginner drone flying for beginners. Yeah. Drone flying for beginners. And he started a year and a half ago. Okay. I was one of the first 10 people <laughs> that signed up for it. He reached out to me in May. I totally missed the message. And in June, I, I looked in on the group and I'm like, holy cow, 83,000. Oh, wow. That's and I say, dude, you mind if I like, kind of share this program that I'm building. He goes, yeah. better yet, how would you like to be an admin? Because yeah. I can't handle this anymore by myself. Right. Absolutely. Went in, started cleaning house. I mean, because there's a lot of spam, yeah. a lot of bots. Right. Yeah. And like, like if you're if you're a jerk, you're out. I mean, it's like right. I don't even give you a, a chance. It's yeah. just holding the standard, right? Mm -hmm. We've got a and, and literally within about two weeks, the community started to embrace everything that we were doing because they right. saw it. Um, I started putting out videos and messages and, and they're loving it. Now this community is incredibly active and cohesive. Yeah. In just six weeks, seven weeks. Yeah. So I spun off and did um, a drone pro it's called drone talks, uh, drone talk for drone pros. So we now have a, a pro group that if somebody is in the beginner and they want to come in or they want to get into it, or if they are already in it and want to be on, you know, talk about the, the business side of it. Right. Now we're introducing, like we're doing our first event over there. We're bringing somebody and talking about funding. Like, what are your funding yeah. options as a business? And that's complimentary. You know, we're that's just awesome. pour, we're just pouring into them, and we're gonna want to invite them into this really great new ecosystem that you know I'm in the process of building. So yeah. we've got the beginner ecosystem, and now we've got this ecosystem, and um, it's a lot of fun. It sounds like so much fun. I feel it like really you love it. And I, I think, I wish people, I know this is a podcast where I can't see us, but, and they would, could see how the difference uh, in your, like who you are, like it, it changes who you are when you're doing something that you love, yeah. you know, like, uh, I don't think anybody would have referred to me as happy Amy when I was an accountant, you know, like it was, yeah. even though I was doing all the things, I checked all the boxes, I had that, the condo and the, the big paycheck and all that, I still wasn't living it my true self. And and I think you can agree, like in HR, like at least as as it started moving in a direction that you weren't okay with, it's it just kind of sucks the life out of you. And when you move into doing things that you love and that bring you joy, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, right? It doesn't matter if it's like a happiness course, oils, drones, or all the other people that I've had. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do. And, and people may be like, well, 
you know, I'm not into drones, right? Like, does it matter? It get, get her lesson out of it, right? Like it's, it's, she moved into it and this is what is the result. Or you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> you know, like, tell me more, Brenda. I want to know all about drones. So, drones. so I will put all of your, 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 Thank you. your info. It'll be all in the show notes. So if you want to find Brenda, you can get all that, get into this Facebook group because it sounds amazing. Um, and just learn about what she does because it's, it's such a powerful thing. Um, even if you're not, like I said, not into the drones or not into that, it's just to follow somebody that's, that has made a change, like what that means, you know, and you may, you never know, right? Like you were just saying, like your, your cousin invited you to this group a year and a half ago. And now look how it, what it came from it. So you never freaking know. You may like, no. I'm not into that, but in a year you might be, <laughs> so. yeah, you know, you know, and like, seriously, if we got to 83,000, if we got to a hundred thousand people, we just crossed a hundred thousand nice. people two mornings ago and we're booting people That's out. Hard for a group we're booting people out and we're refusing people coming in who yeah. don't play by the rules. Right. And we right. still hit a hundred thousand right. people Amazing. between 83,000 in seven weeks. That wow. tells you something yeah. crazy, right? And it was funny because I next time I see Ryan, I wanted to be like, my group's bigger than yours. <laughs> I, anyway, <laughs> but I did text him. I'm like, dude, I have a whole new level of respect for you managing a large group like this because it was it was stupid, ridiculous at I first. I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh, funny. just the the, the the nasty stuff that people put on there. I won't even. Yeah, people are I'm too much a lady. It. It's, it's not even keyboard warrior. I mean, just some of the demented stuff that. Yeah you know, bad people in your group put in. So anyway, um, yeah. Imagine what we'll, where we'll be a year from now. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. crazy. You know, you just never know. You just yeah. never know. Like literally I went to, um, total off topic, but I've been going to Reiki for a while and I went to a session yesterday just for myself. And she asked me to co-host a retreat she's doing in Peru. And it's like, I Ooh. never would have thought, do you know what I mean? It's like just putting yourself in places that you don't like. I'm just going for Reiki for me. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, I would love for you to do this. I was like, ah, oh, sign me up. <laughs> but I never would have thought like, amazing. Right? Like it's just, yeah. just putting yourself out there is one thing that I always tell people and just seeing what happens. Is something may come of it, nothing may come of it. You may not even know. Like it's just, it's just amazing. So Anyway, I always end uh, my podcast with asking my guests three questions. So first question is, what is a book recommendation that you have? Oh, so, that's right. Um, <laughs> so I read so many daggone books. Um, I, right now, I'm actually listening to uh, Ed Milet's The Power of One More. Oh, nice. Yeah. That is on my I, counter right now. because Highly ready. recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> highly recommend that book and you know we all know ed which, yeah. uh, so he's a he's a phenomenal speaker i mean oh. it's like what you listen to on his podcast is nothing to what he brings live on the stage nice. Two totally different approaches he's fantastic um so listening definitely listening to that one awesome awesome i gotta i have to go back I never got to see him speak. At I think you to see anybody speak. I think it, well, we have it. We have access to it now in our back office. Right. Our, okay, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I, people are like, did you see that? I was like, I didn't. I was, I was so nervous backstage. I couldn't do anything. I, I was Danny's handler. That was like a full time job. Wow, that's, 
that's a full-time job. I, I worked for five days. Uh, yeah, I talk. I was just all behind stage. So, yeah. <laughs> so those that don't know, Danny is, is Danny Gavez is the MC of um, all the events at Apex. Oh, so he's awesome. Very, very busy. Very busy individual. Everybody needs to be Danny. Is, is even busier. Okay, so what's one daily habit that is an absolute must for you? Oh, you know, I've actually gotten back into my daily habits. I got away from them. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say the daily habit that is a must for me is that the first two hours of my day is for my personal development. Okay. I don't, I, I get out, I walk the dog, I listen to what's on the podcast. I'm, you know, when I get inspired, I regurgitate that. I either record my own short podcast episode mm -hmm. or I start thinking about my post. It doesn't matter. That first two hours of the day is, is my development. So I listen, um, I read, I started uh, getting into reading a, cha a chapter of Proverbs that correlates mm -hmm. with the day of, you know, the date of the month. Right. Um, and then I listen and then I pick up, um, whatever card I randomly draw from my leadership ology box. Nice. Mm -hmm. You gotta send me some of these things. I and then I watch a Ryan that. video. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good morning. I love that. I like that's to go hours. Yeah. People, yeah. People assume that they have to like hit the ground running with like checking their email, check the things. But if you, by giving that two hours to yourself, you're actually starting your day off on such a good foot. It's like incredible. So I love that. That's a good, that's a good one. Okay. okay. So last question, um, it's the happy health podcast. If you could tell people one thing to add to their life to start being happier and one thing to be healthier, what would you say? Oh, forgive yourself. Mm forgive yourself. That has been one of the hardest things I've had to experience is figuring out how to forgive myself for things that I don't like that I do or have done or am or be. And um, you know what, you're harder on yourself than you really need to be. Yeah. Yep. I love that. That's a, that's a unique one. I, I keep track of like all the things that people say and nobody has said that one. So I love that. Love that, love it. I love it. People, you know, it means it's everybody's their own thing, but I love having another tip, you know, just something else that people can make, make people think of like, well, damn, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, or just like, wow, I can do that. Really? Right. Yeah. Forgive exactly. Yourself. Exactly. Well, ask then, God for forgiveness. Why, why, if you ask God for forgiveness, why don't you go in and forgive yourself? Because exactly. if he forgives you and you keep hanging on to it. Why? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun. I loved hearing more about your business and all that change that goes on with that. So thank you for being a guest of the Happy Health Podcast. And well, thanks we will for having me. Yeah, of course. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.